This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, I'm Sharad Kutin. With me, Melissa Idris and Joyce Go. For over 40 years, the fundamental rights of uh, university students to fully participate in the politics of the nation have been restricted by laws governing tertiary institutions. The Universities and University Colleges Act, better known by its Malay acronym, AUKU, is the legislative centerpiece uh, in the control of campus life. 45 Rights is a non-profit human rights organization based in Bangkok, and it's prepared a report documenting recent violations of Malaysian university students' rights to, uh, rights to freedom of expression, peaceful assembly, and association. On the line, we have uh, Henry Combe. He's the author of the report. Thank you so much for joining us, Henry. Uh, later today at about 10 a.m., your report will be launched. Why did uh, 45 uh, Rights uh, choose to look at Malaysian campus life? Hi. Thank you, Sharad. Well, um, let me begin by saying that back in 2016, when we started our Malaysian chapter, we started by examining the human rights violations transcending different members of our communities. And when it comes to student activists and the ongoing violations against their fundamental rights, such as free speech and peaceful assembly, and we thought this is definitely an issue needing cognizance from rights-defending organizations and members from the civil society. So simply put, um, back then we think that, that there is a need to fundamentally address and analyze the root causes of these violations against student activists or student leaders in their campuses. Hence, we decided that it is crucial for us to execute such a research project by properly documenting cases of students being wrongfully disciplined by these uh, to provide an in-depth understanding for everyone um, on which circumstances students could be punished or disciplined by whom and how. So, uh, Henry, I understand so the report, um, as Shiraj just mentioned, is going to be launched in about um, an hour and a half uh, to go. And I understand that this was based on interviews that you did. You know, you monitored court trials of several student-led rallies. Um, how, can you explain? Can you give us a teaser of what are some of the main takeaways from this report? Sure. First and first and foremost, as uh, explained by Charlotte earlier, m- many among us uh, have known or heard about Hauku or the Universities and Universities Colleges Act. So since its enactment in 1971, it is sufficing to say that Malaysian authorities and its public universities have worked in concert um, for several decades, nearly five decades, to restrict the fundamental rights of tertiary students in this country, right, on rights uh, pertaining to the freedom of expression, peaceful assembly, and to form association. However, fast forward to present times where the law itself, where alcohol has been amended five times and the punitive jail time has been dropped, uh, students are now technically not disciplined under alcohol per se, but they are currently charged under the so-called University Discipline of Students Rules 1999, um, which is a set of disciplinary regulations made in vite of the powers uh, provided under alcohol to the university authorities. So... As the law currently stands, uh, being last amended, uh, students are now supposedly allowed to be politically active outside of campus. However, we are still seeing a trend of students being punished for their, um, by their universities for their political activism outside of campus. So technically speaking, students in Malaysia are not being disciplined under ALKU, but by a set of university uh, rules created by the power sanctioned uh, by ALKU to, to the university authorities. Um, but um, I, I think what is interesting for all of us to know is throughout the research process, what really astounded us was the fact that we have found out that both PDRM and the former Ministry of Higher Education issued explicit orders or rather letters 
to university authorities uh, commanding them to take disciplinary actions against students for their activities off campuses, such as participating in the Tangkap M1 and Bursi 5 rallies in the past. So we see this as a serious issue of state surveillance and state-sanctioned orders to systematically control the students' activities on the pretense of, well, quote-unquote, preserving the good name of the university by the former government or its regime. So we think that uh, these sort of practices definitely has to stop. And among the case studies in our report, uh, in at least two cases, students were disciplined uh, for criticizing or even questioning the 1MDB scandal, for example. So to, um, in our view, we think that laws like ALCO has been inculcating a top-down approach. Uh, it is very unhealthy, and it is creating a one-track mind that isn't doing the students any good. And this also hurts the nation, and uh, these practices have to change as well. So for, for the government to actually focus on uh, something like ALCO, we think that it is a waste of resources as well when the police university administrators and others are busy in court um, hearings. Uh, the people are busy spending money and uh, they could be spending time and money that could be better spent elsewhere. Uh, Henry, sorry to interrupt. Um, what are some of the recommendations that the report has uh, for the new government? Um, well, first and foremost, we would immediately ask the current government to unconditionally drop and cease from institutioning disciplinary proceedings against uh, students. Um, and, of course, to amend ALCO and its related regulations, such as the disciplinary rules. And lastly, to establish a human rights task force uh, to provide annual training to university administrators and staff uh, so that uh, they would understand um, matters pertaining to fundamental rights of students uh, better. Henry, uh, do you put uh, the Malaysian situation in context? 45 uh, Rights is a regional organization. How do we compare to the rest of the region in terms of uh, the rights of uh, university students? Well, it, puts us, it, it definitely puts us in a unique position whereby um, I think um, Malaysia is the only country in the region where we have a specific law that is governing students' uh, behaviors in terms of their political activism, or rather their uh, dissenting views against um, political parties. Um, Henry, you know, some of the recommendations you mentioned earlier, uh, I'm just wondering, how how do you see the new government taking these recommendations on? Because I believe the Education Minister, uh, Dr. Masli, has already said that ALKU will be, re- will be repealed, but it will be replaced with a new one. Well, um, that definitely we, we are optimistic about this and we are really happy that Dr. Masley has uh, you know, promised and just to also emphasize that uh, such promises were emphasized several times in the Pakatan Harapan's Buku Harapan Manifesto, uh, primarily in its promises number 27, 28 and 50. So we think that uh, for ALCO to be replaced with a much comprehensive and better law, uh, it might do the students uh, good. You see, our, our point, our view is the fact that uh, ALCO itself, as, as a law, it is uh, not an issue. The issue is on how it violates the rights of students. So we have to ensure that whatever replacement or alternative to ALCO, um, it does not uh, violate a students' fundamental rights. Thank you so much, Henry. That was Henry Ko, a report, uh, sorry, the author of a report by Fortify Rights, which is a uh, non-profit human rights organization based in Bangkok. The title of that report is No Politics on Campus, Violations of the Rights to Freedom of Expression, Peaceful Assembly and Association Against University Students in Malaysia. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.